You're listening to the 133rd edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And we are in the middle of studying together the Pasuk, B'cha Hashem Chosisi, chapter 31, verse 2 of Tehillim. In you, Hashem, I place my trust. I will not be embarrassed forever. In your righteousness, or with your charity, save me. So we saw some ideas last week. We're going to continue in other explanations as follows. Zeham is more The end of Mizmor Lamed, of the 30th chapter of Psalms, is connected to, to this Pasuk, which is the beginning of chapter 31. There it says, Forever I will I will uh, thank you. The reason that the Balbitachin is able to praise Hashem is because we recognize that when we trust Hashem, when we trust in God, so He does kindnesses with us. I'm, I'm sure that He's going to do kindnesses with, with me, therefore I'm going to, to thank Him for those kindnesses. Says the Reish Aleph ben Ramuch that King David he wrote this psalm, he wrote this song in order to teach us the power of Bitachin, the importance of having this confidence in God, and its effects. Says he says that if I have bitachon, I don't need to be afraid of the dangers that are around me, the dangers of my time. A person who has faith in Hashem will be saved from those things and he'll continue to exist. And the Pasuk means to tell us that I place my trust only in you, Hashem. And I do not place my trust in anyone besides for you. And that's why I know that I won't be embarrassed forever. Even if, and here the way our sages speak. If something happens to me, something negative happens to me, I acknowledge that it's because of my sins, it's because I did something wrong. But I'm not going to be embarrassed. right? I should be embarrassed. I did a sin, I did something wrong. And I was punished for it, but I'm not going to be embarrassed. Why? David HaMelech is telling us that I'm not going to remain in that embarrassed state. Because I trust in you, Hashem, that just like you can save me from any difficult situation, you can also save me from my sins. You, can, you are a forgiving God, you are a loving God, and therefore that embarrassment will not be something that I'll have to endure. It will immediately be taken away. Next understanding, the Al-Sheikh. Omar, he named me Belisha Espalo. This touches on a point which we've discussed many times, but it's an important point. Different opinions in the matter. How does prayer relate to Bitachim? 
Can I just trust in Hashem or do I need to express with my lips or request with my lips that Hashem take care of me? So the Alashah says that while it's true, we do find that if I pray, it can strengthen my bitachon. We've spoken about that. But if I just have bitachon alone, if I just have that confidence, that trust in Hashem, without actually praying, says King David, the very fact that I trusted in you is enough that I should be saved. With this alone, I know I'm not going to be embarrassed forever. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have any physical challenges or difficulties because of my trust in you. And I'm not going to have any spiritual difficulties, not in this world and not in the next world. All I want to ask is, as King David says at the end of the verse, with your charity or with your righteousness, save me. So I don't want it to come at the expense of my merits when I do something right. So I can, it's possible for a person to, to use up the merits, you know. It, it, a person does a certain amount of good things, certain good things happen to him, it can take away from the merits that he's done. It can be seen as a payment. We don't want our payment in this world for, for good deeds. We want them to be saved for the world, the Ilma Emes, where the payment is full, the payment is powerful, it's real, it's the highest payment, it's the revelation of Hashem's Shechina, His divine presence. So there's a danger. When I do things right, Maybe I'll lose those merits because Hashem will do me favors. Says King David, Give me charity. I, I want in this context, I don't want to get it because I deserve it. I don't want it to take, take away from my merits. I don't want that. I don't want to use up the credits that I have, so to speak. Save me. Take care of me because of my, out of, out of charity. Interestingly, King David is saying, what, what right do I have to ask that you give me this charity, that you save me and you help me without subtracting from my account? And the reason is because I trusted in you, without even prayer, because sometimes a person needs the prayer to, to strengthen his mitachon, but sometimes the very prayer itself shows a lack if I really believe it, I don't need to pray for it because it's so clear to me I'm going to get what I need. It's so clear to me Hashem will save me. The, the prayer is superfluous. King David is saying, I trusted in you so wholeheartedly that I didn't need to pray. So please Hashem, please Hashem, give me a free gift. That's how the al understands. This pasuk. Finally, we come to the Yavits. And the, the Yavits, and we have some, some notes here on the bottom, which I'd like to share with you as well. The Yavits says as follows. There are two ways, and I believe we may have seen this Yavits before. There are two ways that Hashem watches over His, his righteous individuals. Harishon, Yitakin Hashem Yelech Ben Yatsliach Bahem. Shem will make sure that 
they will be able to go and they will be able to succeed. And the divine providence inserts into their lives two things. Number one, Number two, I'm not sure exactly what this means, let's see. Like our sages say, it's in the Alka Shemoni, it's in the Medrash, Bechol Mishlach Yodecho. Pasuk says that Hashem will be with you in all that you do. Yachol Yeshev Bato. Maybe Hashem is with me even when I'm doing nothing or doing nothing that's really important or, or spiritually significant. Talmud Lein Rechol Asher Taseh. It doesn't mean that you're sitting around doing nothing. It means that you're doing something. You're doing something that's important, that's significant, spiritually significant. Okay, so when we do righteous acts, when we are involved in spiritually significant acts, when we are involved in doing things that are good, we get special siyat of we get special divine providence, we get special divine assistance. When our enemies are running after us, Hashem protects us to save us. That's the first aspect. So we'll be successful. We'll be successful in our, in our good acts, in our acts of righteousness. It's so important, especially in our time, we've all been awakened. We've been awakened to the importance of helping others, of helping our soldiers, of helping those who are, you know, running away from places that, that are dangerous and they come to, to a place that seems more safe. Hashem will give us success when we're doing that which is right. The second aspect of the way that Hashem uh, performs His divine providence, and performs is not the right word, but the second way that the divine providence of Hashem is affected, it's a higher aspect from the first one. Until now we've spoken about something that Hashem does within the confines of, of nature. And Hashem helps a person who's trying to accomplish something to accomplish a thing. But, the second aspect is beyond nature. When the person has no chance, when it seems like there's no hope, it seems like there's no way that we can succeed, Hashem intervenes in a supernatural way. So that Hashem will bring down His kindness from the highest heavens and He'll watch over that particular righteous individual. And save him from all of his, his difficulties. I, I just read a story, my sister sent a story of a, of a soldier who went into battle on the 7th of October. He hadn't, they gave him guns that were reservist guns. Usually you have to check your guns, you have to clean them out, they don't work didn't have time to check it. He was thrown into battle. Literally, he ran in and he started killing terrorists. The gun worked amazing. Everything was fine. He, had, he was able to, 
get in and out of there. He saved many lives. When they got back to, when he brought his gun back to, to practicing grounds or whatever it was, suddenly the gun stopped working. The gun was not in functioning order anymore. And really, it was problematic from before. So, miraculously, when it was in the moment of absolute need, the gun worked. And when it was no longer that moment of absolute need, the gun was not functioning anymore. The Shavuot who takes care of us in a, in a supernatural way when we need it, when we have no hope, and you need to know that the, the second type of Hashkacha, the second type where it's not just Hashem is giving us success within a, in a natural way, but rather it's in a supernatural way because we have no natural means of success. That type of Hashkacha has to, that type of Hashkacha is only obtained. It's only possible to get that if a person completely places his trust solely on Hashem. Putting all of his strength into trusting Hashem. And the Yavid says, that's what our Pasuk is saying, Hashem, I trusted in you. Doesn't mean that I just sat in your shade. In you, Hashem, I trusted. I said, you alone. You are the only one who's going to save me. No one else is going to save me. No other power is going to save me. Nothing else can protect me. Only you, Hashem. Only you, Hashem. This is such an important thing. Whether you're in Eretz Yisrael right now, whether you're outside of Israel, and let's let's be honest, the danger is everywhere, and the danger can increase without a moment's notice, anywhere we are. So we need this now. We need bitachen now. We need this information right now. We need to know. That to the degree that we place our trust completely and only in Hashem, we're not relying on anybody else. We're not relying on anybody else. Only Hashem. That's how much Hashgacha we get. That's how much divine providence we get in a supernatural way. He brings here in the notes. The, the, the son of the Rambam, Rabbi Avram and Rambam, explains in his Sefer that when there's no other choice, when there's no other opportunities for success, there's no other way to, to be protected, to be taken care of. Ordinarily, in normal circumstances, we say you can't depend on, you can't rely on a, on a miracle. But if you have nothing else, if you have no other way, you can rely, you must rely on a miracle. Hashem will save you. So we can understand what it means, what is our obligation when it comes to Bitochem. If a person is, is bitten by a snake or by a scorpion, 
Tisarit es makam anashich v'delagim tirak. You can't just clean off the area and 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 do the normal things that are need to be done. Now is the moment, the moment of truth. Now is the moment. All bets are off. Hold on to Hashem. Trust in Hashem. He's the one who has the he has life in his hands. Hashem takes away life and He gives life. Right? That's His description. The person who was bitten by a snake, Hashem brought upon him the attribute of divine justice. That might be what a person deserved. Hashem is me though, is Mamis Umachaya. He judges, but he gives life. He judges a person to death, but he also gives life in the same breath. A person can be can be bitten by a snake and at the same moment call out Hashem and be saved. Hashem will save you with his kindness, just like he judged you with his din. He judged the person with his with his judgment. Even when you're involved in taking the antidote for the snake's bite, trust in Hashem. But your trust in Hashem, yes, there are there are soldiers out there fighting for us. Yes, Hashem is going to give a tremendous nitzachon. Bezrat Hashem, Hashem will give a tremendous victory. But. All alone know that it could, Hashem is, there's a Midas Hadin. And we saw that. We saw that on October 7th. There's a Midas Hadin. But in the Midas Hadin, never ever lose hope. Never ever give up. Mechaye Hamesim. Memes Mechaye. Hashem takes away life. He gives life. Alam Kane. Even if you're in a place as Rabbi Verman Rambam, you're in a place where there is no antidote. He's in, a, he's in the wilderness. There's no, he has nothing to save himself with. A person has terrible stomach pains and he's all alone. He's in a, a solitary place. There's no doctors. All he has is bitafon. Person is in a is in a ship, and the ship is capsized, and the 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 captain lost control of the ship. All that's left is just bitafon. That's all we have. Hashem knows the great damage. Hashem knows the potential. Don't give up. Never give up. Even if it seems like there's no hope, Hashem will save the person. No matter what, have There's a second note here, which was a little bit long. And I think 
We're at the end of our time, but let's read it anyway. It's important. He brings from Chassam Sefer Zetzal who says, This is very important for us to hear. You know, why did, why did we want a king? What's the idea of a king? What's the importance of a king? Right, we have a mitzvah in the Torah to appoint a king, but the Jewish people, asked, when they asked for a king, which was Shaul Amalek, the first king of the Jewish people, Saul, King Saul, the Shmuel Anavi says to them, why are you asking for a king? You shouldn't have asked for a king. What's the problem? The, the issue has to do with, says the Chassam Seifer, we have these two different ways of Hashem interacting with us. Sometimes He helps us within the natural means. And sometimes He helps us because we don't have any other choice in a supernatural way. When we trust in Hashem completely, so then Hashem gives us salvation in a supernatural way. This is the words of the Chassam Sefer. He says, the mitzvah of appointing, anointing a king is a positive commandment, just like all the other commandments. We need to be sure that it's Hashem who is fighting for us in all of our wars. Like Hashem did when He took us out of Egypt. Like Hashem did when He brought us through the sea on dry land. Like Hashem did in the whole Tekufa. The whole time period of the Shaftim, the judges of Israel, before there was a king, for hundreds of years. 400 years. When did they finally ask for a king? After 400 years, why? Because they had an enemy. They said, we need to protect ourselves. We need a king who will stand up an army, who will protect us. And it was a chisarn in their amunah and bitachon. They didn't have the proper amunah and bitachon in Hashem. They didn't have the confidence that Hashem would personally take care of them. Samuel says, Shmuel and Abi says, they didn't, uh, Hashem says to Shmuel that they rejected you, the Navi, the prophet, and they rejected me, God. And person who is completely dependent on Hashem. And this is what Mashiach ben David will be, by the way. Now we're in the time of Mashiach ben Yosef, which was spoken about in the Mashiach podcast. But in the time of Mashiach ben David, there, there won't be this reliance on an army to the level that we are reliant today. It will be clear that it's supernatural. It will be more obvious. The times that we are now will also be obvious. It will also be clear. Stories like the story I just told you. It will also be clear, but in a hidden way. But really, ideally, we should be completely dependent on Hashem and not look for natural ways. You should serve Hashem, the Pesach says, and He will bless your bread. I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to, but he brings to the Ramban that it's better not, I believe it's referring to the fact that it's better not to ask to go to a doctor. If we act in a supernatural way, we are completely dependent on Hashem, everything will go naturally in a good way. 
when we are doing what's right, when we are keeping the Torah, when we are acting like the Amma Nivkar, everything is smooth. We have divine assistance, supernaturally. But we need to be honest, if we're not completely able, we're not holding on that level where we completely trust in Hashem. Doesn't have the, the, the level of so, Then We're allowed to. We're allowed to do whatever needs to be done in a natural way. Plus he says, you can go to a doctor. We see that the Torah gives permission to, 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 for a doctor to heal. We can say that that's what's meant in the Pasuk when it says, I will place a king upon myself like all those around me. The reason, why do they put, why do they want a king? Because they want to fight wars. They want to be protected. When we make the mistake, we have to understand it's such an important message for this moment. Let's not make the mistake. Let's understand if we have a king, because we don't have the level of bitachon that we need, that we really should have. Let's understand that that's not an ideal situation. Ideally, we should be completely dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should be a nation that kol kula, it's all completely doing what's right. And therefore, we wouldn't need a king to protect us with its armies. Since you're asking for that, you're asking for a king to protect you, Interestingly, the Chassam Seifer says, and this we find also in regards to the concept of Shemitah, that when we go in a way which is natural, as Hashem says, Hashem's not going to stop us. If we want to go in a natural way, we have a choice. We can choose the supernatural, which is the way of Mashiach bin David, or we can choose the natural, which is the way of Mashiach bin Yosef. And we are in the Tkufa, where we're not holding at that level, but understand, understand what is the ideal. What is the ideal? The ideal is just trust in Hashem. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.